everybody. Welcome to the Sour Mash Podcast for the uh, second round. Well, I guess it's still the it's first, still the first round. round. Yeah, it's still the first round, but the second, second half, yeah, of, the second half of the first round of the Sour Mash 16. So we are Sour Mash Tours, fully loaded again. So I'm Dylan. I'm Danielle. Uh, and I'm Andy. And I tried to step in front of you there. <laughs> wow. Yeah, well, you already that said rude. that. She, that was already, a warm welcome, huh? You already insinuated that she was she was no longer with us. Yeah. <laughs> she was not with us last week. She was Guys, no longer with us. Guys, I am alive and well. Back with us. I'm back. Back from Washington, D.C. I was traveling for work last week, but I'm back in action. Lame. So last week we had Matt Evans, the brown water guy, join us. Brown and we water sat guy. here and, and Drank bourbon for an hour mm-hmm. blindly, and then voted on it. And four winners emerged. The real life NCAA tournament has been whittled down to sixteen. Mm-hmm. We are now whittled down to twelve, but here soon we'll be whittled down to eight. Eight. I think that's the most times anybody's ever said whittled, whittled in one sentence <laughs> or one stretch. That was, not, that was nice. Whittled's the word of the pot. Word of the cast. So we had the barrel fifteen advance, the number one overall seed, barely. It was a Matt Evans vote or a Dylan vote away Barrel-ly. from being eliminated. Barrel. <laughs> that's why, like, that's why we need you here, Danielle, for the the puns. Well, you're not gonna get the detailed tasting notes that you got with Matt and the gang last week because as I listened to the podcast, I wrote down some of your tasting notes and I'm like, yeah, you're not gonna get that with me. I tried. I don't think I can live up to uh, what Matt gave, but um, I'm probably the most inexperienced taster here, so. I don't think that's true. Well, but I, I make I make true. up for it with puns. Yeah, you make up for it with barrelly. Yeah. That's A plus material. Thank you. That was nice. Thank the you. Makers Private Select and the only real upset of the first round, kind of similar to what we saw in the NCAAs in the second round. The first round we had a couple of upsets, mm-hmm. but yesterday and Saturday was pretty much chalk. Chalk, yeah. And that's how our bracket went. Uh, the old Carter 12 and the American Whiskey matchup. Beat out the Mictors, and then finally the Birthday Bourbon. No surprise, advanced uh, over the Four Roses single barrel that Dylan and I helped, helped pick. So it was a little bit bittersweet, I guess, mm-hmm. to see that one go home. But what? it is what it is. It is what it is. We didn't expect anything better of it. It had a good showing. It had a good good showing. Yeah. Um, last week, I also correctly identified all eight bourbons. I do not think that I did this week. I mean, I don't know. You I might, might have. have. I, don't I, know. I tried. Oh, rub it in a little bit more this, there, Steve. Well, last week I was super confident. Yeah. And sometimes Danielle will get a little perturbed with me if I say that I'm like good at something or if I exude any kind of confidence whatsoever. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, that's, that's a fact. That's factual. Well, he'll say things like we're having a game night. He's like, I'm great at board games. Mm. Like, well, eh. Certain board games. Like, eh. Not so good at sorry, no. but great at Monopoly. Okay. So that, I don't know if that was like a uh, Freudian slip of uh, marital dispute there. I'm not so good at sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, the board game. <laughs> yeah, um, but I will say congratulations on choosing them all correct last Thank you. time. It was you, impressive. You needed something to come back from the rye. Yeah, that was yeah. embarrassing. And he wasn't going to tell anyone about that, and that's... Coming off of of, a, of choosing everything correctly, it was a little easier to tell. But he told me when that happened that he wasn't going to tell anyone. For, for me that, to keep my mouth shut. For those who this is their first episode listening to, tell them the story about me and the rye. Yeah, so so every now and then, a couple times a week, usually Andy will have me pour him a... Once a week. Oh, okay, once a week. He'll have me pour him a blind tasting. So I'll choose three bourbons, and he... Bourbons, rye, whatever, and he will have to... He tries to correctly choose what they are. 
Um, and I'm always like, are you sure out of all the bourbon? Are you sure you don't want me to some parameters? No, 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 out of all of them. So the last time we did this, I chose three. I poured them. And he guessed, but they were three rise. And he was way off. And he felt really bad about himself and said, I'm not going to tell anyone that this ever happened. Pretend this never happened. And then I told... And then you told everyone. Literally everyone that wants to hear it. The world. The literally, world. The world. Literally anyone can find this information. One so. of these days, our children and our children's children are going to go back and listen to this and be like, oh man, Andy, what a dumbass. What a loser. <laughs> Couldn't pick rise out of a whole lineup. Right. Blindly. Jeez, he taught us better than this. You've kind of redeemed yourself. So kind of. let's see what I'm happens this week. I'm going to continue to redeem myself. Yeah. See what happens. So before we get to the matchups, and that's what we're here for, bef- literally before we got to the matchups today, we had to take care of some business. We did. And we did an Instagram takeover, which I did not know was a thing until <laughs> a couple days ago. Yeah, we did. We did an Instagram takeover. And for those who don't know what that is, it is when you record Instagram stories for another Instagram account and essentially take over that account. Um, and you will see what that takeover is after this podcast airs. We will not give you any uh, details about that. Danielle, the podcast doesn't air at a certain time. It's going to air before the takeover does. Be, okay. That's, that's fair. That's <laughs> the reason why I'm, I'm giving everyone the heads up. I, not that not that everybody is super invested in whose Instagram account we're taking over, but you will uh, you will know more about this. We'll talk about it on the next podcast. Oh, we can't talk about it yet. I'd, ra- I'd rather keep it a little bit of a surprise. Okay. Ooh, keep it on the hush-hush. Keep it that's on the right. hush-hush. Like on a it. totally separate note, you can join us on April 4th with Level Up for our Bourbon and Boards event. Boards and Bourbon. Bourbon and Boards. Bourbon and Boards. That's right. Yeah. The- yep. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... <laughs> So, Moving anyway, on. let's go. Let's get stab in the All right, let's get into the bracket. Let's get into the bracket. Let's let's get into into the bracket. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're doing the right side of the Sour Man 16 bracket, the Lawrenceburg and the Frankfurt regions. Uh, the matchups, in no particular order, are George T. Stagg versus Will Potstill. <laughs> but it is in a particular <laughs> order. It's from it, top to bottom. It is from top to bottom. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm, I'm a wreck today. He is honestly. You're falling apart. <laughs> From top to bottom, but not in the order that we tasted them, because right. we still do not know the order that we tasted them. There we them. go. There you so go. from the top right to the bottom right, we have George T. Stagg versus the Willard Potstill, the 2 versus the 15 seed, the 7 versus the 10, the Blantons, straight from the barrel, the Bourbon Hounds pick versus the Old Forester 1910, the 6 versus the 11 seed was the OKI 12-year, that was a single barrel pick from Old Town Liquors. And the New Rift single barrel, also a liquor store pick from our friends out at Liquor World off of LaGrange. Uh, and that was the Fat Boys, Fat Boys pick, which was a favorite <laughs> of ours that we tried in December when we hosted Chad Clifton on our mm-hmm. podcast, who is one of the Fat Boys. He was one yeah. of the people that made the pick. Yeah. Um, the three versus the 14 finally was the Four Roses 130th anniversary. That was their small batch limited edition barrel, barrel strength release for 2018. And just the standard Baker's seven year from yep. Jim Beam. So, that's all right. It. So, the way we did it was totally blind. We have matchups A, B, C, and D. Mm-hmm. We have red versus blue. We don't know what any of the matchups were. We don't know what any of the reds were. We don't know any of, we don't know what any of the blues were. Yep. And let's start with matchup A and yep. let's start with Danielle. Okay. 
Um, so you want me to just kind of go over both my yeah, thoughts just say on, what, on what, what you like, what you didn't like, and then say what you picked. Okay, so um, I'll start with the red on A. So I got a caramel smell on the nose, um, but the taste... Okay, so I tried this last. This was my last matchup that I tried, and I had to give my palate a break because my palate will numb so quickly after drinking a few bourbons, but... On, I, ugh, I was not feeling this one. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> On the mouth, I just said, what? <laughs> That's a no. What? I said, what? what? And I said, nah. <laughs> but the blue on the nose, I got maple. On the mouth, I got a little spice. I got a little smoke. Um, I thought it was great. That The blue of this matchup was my favorite okay. of all of the bourbons today. Oh, oh wow. Okay. okay. Yeah. Paper. I'm sorry that my tasting notes are so basic. Notes I just right. know basic. I know what I like, I like and what the, I don't like. The palette was no. no the finish not. was what? That's what's up. <laughs> That's what's up. That guys. is what's up. So, what, so yeah. I'm gonna go with the blue. I mean, I'm going with blue too um, in A, um, and I said that it was uh, full flavor, had a, had a kind of a lingering finish, but had a nice little note of vanilla. Mm. Um, with the red, I got an herbal and a cinnamon kind of flavor, and mm. I actually have a guess for this one. Like, this is the one that I thought that I nailed. Okay. okay. Yeah. And so, for this, I said that the red was the Willet Pot Still. Um, and so, I pick, I did not pick the Willet Pot Still. I picked what might be the George C. Stag. I don't really know. Okay. But it was that it was that cinnamon flavor that kind of gave it away for me. So, I had the same guess as Dylan. Mm-hmm. The Willet, but I really liked it, and it wasn't because I thought that I identified the Willet. It was because the process of elimination is mm-hmm. why I picked it there. But on the nose, I really liked red. When I first tasted red, I tasted it first out of this matchup. This was my final matchup of the day. Uh, I got pineapple, okay. I got cereal, I got a lot of tropical fruit on the palate, and for some reason, as the tastings progressed today, I started tasting more fruit in the bourbon. I did was, too, but this like is the, the second to last yeah. one that I tasted. So who knows? I did get an oaky finish. I really liked it. I was gonna vote for it until I tasted the blue. Uh, just got classic bourbon nose, oak and vanilla, uh, fudge on the nose, little butterscotch, little honey, and I wrote long finish. Yep. With like four O's. <laughs> um, and this is my fourth favorite of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so not not up there but i did vote for the blue so it's unanimous so it's unanimous okay. it's a blue sweep and i'm mm-hmm. guessing that that's the stag and that is number one here and that would be the george c stag ah. in the world of still. so there you go the streak continues there you it's go two, you're two on in it. a row you are on it let's go <laughs> so that is wonderful all right so, so the, the stag, stag the two seed advances and this was closer to me than i thought it was going to be because i was very very close to putting the check mark by the willet but in the end, the, the blue was just a classic bourbon, just a, a much more solid pick. The red was a little bit more novel to me, probably. Yeah. But this isn't a, a novelty contest. It's, we're trying to find the no. best bourbon. Mine wasn't even close. Mine wasn't close <laughs> at all. all right. That was the first one that I tried. And I was like, oh, I know what that is. And I'm like, mm. yeah. All right. So okay. matchup B. I'll roll with this one. So with B, I also went with the blue. Um, so with this one, I think that this might have been influenced by when we were, we had just started talking about how Danielle uh, just tasted a lot of different types of cereal. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> and that was where all of her notes were. Yeah. And so for uh, for for the blue on this one, I really got a nice like French toast. Like, mm. So I said French toast crunch. 
So mm. it's like this nice like maple, a bit of buttery um, taste to it. Um, it was earthy, but it also had a little bit of a finish of a pepper. Um, so it was really sweet and really, uh, really nice. Um, not to say that I didn't like the red. Um, the red is really tough for me because I had, I said that I had a muted nose. So it was like, it was very oaky, but it was really subtle. But then, um, on the taste, I got almost like a, uh, this is going to sound weird, but it was like red hots and bananas kind of mixed together. Oh, yeah, so in a it had good a way? nice in a good way. So it had this like nice spicy flavor, but at the same time, like had the sweetness from bananas and okay. a little bit of like that like nice earth tone. But overall, I just couldn't get away from that uh, that blue. Um, so that's what I went with. Okay. Mm-hmm. So for the blue, I also put maple on mm-hmm. the nose, big time. But I also smelled leaves. Okay. Okay. Like nice. leaves, like the fall leaves, or yes. like like earth, like yeah. earth, yeah. yeah. Like sure, yeah. Fall. Like yeah. fall. Some um, crunchy. Good yes. Leaves. So great on the nose with on the mouth. It. I had to put ice in this one. I thought I said that mm-hmm. it was nice with ice. Mm. That's about all I got. I like that. that little rhyme. Thank you. Um, you guys are really complimentary of my terrible tasting skills. I want to We're say thank to you. Terrible. We're trying to prop you up. Thank you. Um, okay, so for the red on the nose, I got a mineral, almost like copper okay. smell. Um, and the mouth was like a sweet finish, maybe like an apple. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure. Fruits are hard for me to taste in bourbon. Um, when I hear you guys talking about apples or bananas or pineapples, to me, I'm like, what? I do not know how to taste that. The The tasting notes that I get are usually the um, caramel, vanilla, et, you cetera, get like et cetera, the ba- You get the barrel Yes. Notes. I mean, that's what I mean, I'm that's what smell. you pick up on for the most part. Right. Yeah. So this which, was, which are the most overt, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and I'm not, I don't practice mm-hmm. as much as you guys do. So Aisha does not drink as much bourbon as we do. <laughs> I do not drink as much bourbon. Um, you know, so, but with that, I chose the red on this one. Okay. Um, that, that was my, it was a tough decision between these two, but the red got me. And I'm the tiebreaker here. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the red. Uh, a and B were the two closest mashups. These were literally coin flips for me, and I not literally. I did not flip a coin, but <laughs> th- they were very, very close. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got hot fudge. I got wood on the nose. Uh, a lot of fruit. Okay. I wrote fruit with an exclamation point on the palate. Fruit, fruit, fruit. Uh, and I got a little oats in the finish. I don't know how to describe this, but it like rose. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it like got more intense for a couple of seconds mm-hmm. after it. And when Danielle earlier, she said the nose and the mouth, I think instead of nose, palate, and finish, it should be nose, mouth, and throat. Well, actually, so that's that's why I wrote mouth, because I put nose first for the smell. And I was like, well, like, mouth. I think it makes more sense. Like, a palate is literally the top of your mouth, which doesn't taste anything. It should be nose, tongue, and throat. Palate, Palate is more to me like... Um, the sensation, yeah. like numb <laughs> or tingly, <laughs> you know, and those, that's, that's more my speed. Um, the, the mouth for me is, is tougher. So those flavors are very hard for me. When I taste a bourbon, I'm tasting more, I'm getting more of a, a feeling like mm-hmm. more of like, a, Oh, this is like leaves or yeah. this is like oil or this is like, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. Yeah. I'm not as good as these specific tastes <laughs> quite yet. Well, the secret is you just kind of like riff and just kind of make something up. Like right. on blue, which I voted for, which will advance. Blue will advance. My nose was cho- chocolate covered soft serve. 
Chocolate oh, dipped. God. Like, you know, when you go to like uh, Dairy, Dairy Queen, Dairy, Dairy Queen Dairy Castle. or Dairy, Dairy Castle, Castle yeah. or Dairy Dell, and you get the soft serve dipped in the hot fudge. Yeah. Mm. That's what I was getting on the nose here. Got more of that chocolate on the palate with some barrels, some age. This, I was ready to pick B, but the nose of, or I was ready to pick red, the nose of blue won yeah. me over. That's what I voted for. I think it was the OKI 12. I think it's the okay at 12 see i actually thought this was the fat boys and i think that Ooh. the red is the fat boys see I, okay so we had it we had it mixed up so, so let's okay. see what happens blue, right, so blue, blue will advance. advances that's number two blue's number two yeah blue oh, number so two. I, was, I was wrong for sure blue is number two and that is the that's the fat boys wow Whoa. all right so I, yeah that nailed was... the fat boys Good job. So Dylan's on I'm, the streak now. I'm on the streak today. I had the right matchup, but the wrong one. So that was, for the record, the OKI was a, a source product mm -hmm. from MGP that the folks at New Riff picked out, aged at the facility, and released to much acclaim. But these single barrels are making some waves. Mm -hmm. um, a quick aside, the San Francisco Spirits Competition, I think that's what it's called, mm -hmm. Major Spirits Competition in San Francisco just happened. And uh, OKI, I'm sorry, New Riff, uh, did make some, did do very well mm -hmm. in that. Was awarded some medals. Henry McKenna, yep. not only won Best Bourbon, won Best Overall. Oh. The first time, in, I think, a bourbon has ever won that mm -hmm. award at that particular competition. Yeah. So McKenna... Which is, yeah, which is why the 10-year bottled and bond single barrel is becoming scarce right. around these here parts. So here, here's my question with that, though. Like, doesn't... If you're Heaven Hill, this is in a single barrel category. Aren't they just sending, like, the best possible barrel over there? Like, they're just picking their favorite honey barrel, mm -hmm. and they send it out. And it's not... Like, don't get me wrong. Henry McKenna is a very good product that I like for the most part. But... Can we say for sure that that bottle is representative of, of what you would buy on the shelf you here? Find. Yeah. Well, I mean, because that, that, I mean, that remains to be seen because the fact that last year in the Sour Match 16, you like very much did not like the Henry McKenna. That we that yeah. McKenna. yeah, you did not like it at all. So, I mean, yeah, that, that could very well be the case. I would think that for the overall, you know, when they're saying this is okay to send out, that it's not going to be that much different, but you never know. I don't know. That's a very good question. It is. And so back to the this matchup, I said that that Fat Boys, in retrospect, was my favorite pick of the day. Yeah. Number one. Hmm. But it wasn't Fat Boys. No, it was. The the number, the the blue yeah. that turned out to be Fat Boys yeah. was my favorite pick of the day. But you didn't select it. I didn't select it, but I'm saying that was my favorite <laughs> taste that I had of I, bourbon. You liked that the most, but you didn't pick it? You chose I did pick it. I chose I blue. Chose, no, I, I chose red. Yeah, I chose was, blue. Yeah, blue. I chose blue. Oh, blue. that's right. Sorry. I chose the OKI. But you thought it was the OKI. See, this is when stuff starts to get confusing when it's red and blues and numbers and everything else in between. I said the OKI was number three <laughs> on the day. So these yeah. were, on average, my two favorite... Uh, bourbons in the same matchup. There we go. Okay. I think this, yeah, this might have been my favorite favorite matchup. Um, but yeah, so so Chad, you can rest easy knowing that you made a damn good selection, and it's moving on. Oh yeah, yeah. right. That's the biggest upset of the thing so far. That yeah. was an eleven seed knocking off a six seed. Yeah, that's awesome. That. All, right, All right, so moving on to matchup number or letter C. Um, this was the first one that I tasted. Um, I got a lot of dark chocolate on the nose of the red. Mm. I got a lot of char. And I am very, very confident that I know what this is. Mm -hmm. um, I wasn't quite sure until the until I actually sipped it. Um, I wrote a lot of notes for the blue, and this was my second favorite of the day. 
Uh, it was light, sweet, and very pleasant on the nose. I got a lot of orange, actually, on the nose. Mm. Um, on the inside, I got some candy, a little more citrus, and then there was a long finish. It was a little hot, but not unpleasantly hot. And I voted for blue, mm-hmm. and I am almost certain that that was the Blanton's straight from the barrel, and that the red was the Old Forester 1910. Oh, that's really funny, because I, again, got them switched oh, up. Oh, we'll see. Yeah. So, with the blue... I it's just kind of weird. I've never I've never gotten this before. It was really interesting. So on the nose, I actually got like dairy, almost like I was smelling a gallon of milk. Huh. So I I don't even know how to explain that. Um, but it was very like woody. Uh, it was good. But then I tasted the red, and I got a um, a creamed butter and sugar. Like if you're making a cake, like the first mm-hmm. thing that you do is yes. like take some sugar and butter and cream it together. Mm-hmm. So it was just a wonderful smell. Um, and then on the on the taste, like a little bit on the palate, I got um, strawberries. So this was actually my oh. favorite. This was my favorite taste of the day. So oh. I picked red, and I think red is the Blanton's. Interesting. Yeah. So on this one, the. Um... Which one are we on? C? C. Mm-hmm. All right. So on the blue, on the nose, I got like a wood, like a smoke, maybe a vanilla. Um, the the taste on this one, now this was another one that was nice with ice. I did. Don't you? Don't you? Don't look. I was just saying what one. No. No spoilers. <laughs> um, nice with ice on this one. I, I, the ice, I think, smoothed this one out for me a little bit. Um, on the red, the nose was waffle crisp for me. Waffle crisp. like baking kind of the same thing that you Mm. said like baking spices Mm -hmm. a little sweet and it had a spicy finish for me and you know i had to go with waffle crisp this time around so red uh was the winner for me so So red advances Mm -hmm. i guess that it was the 1920 the what i guess is the blanton's the blue was my Mm -hmm. second favorite of the day and it's going home you mean 1910 1910 i was hearkening back to last year so red is moving on it's number two So that was the Old Forester 1910, so you were right. Yeah. So the finished bourbon, the the Old Forester 1910, their Mm -hmm. latest edition in the Whiskey Row series, finished in heavily charred barrels, I think is what it says. Heavily charred, yeah. And that spoke spoke to you guys. Yeah, Yeah. it was just picking up a lot of that sweetness. I really think that's what it was. It was that sweet nose, and then I got a lot of like really good fruit notes with it. So, I mean, I couldn't, yeah. So that'll be going up against the George T. Stagg. Which both of you said was your favorite in the Elite Eight, mm-hmm. and that'll be probably a fairly tough matchup. Yeah, that's. I worry be tough. about the stag there. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows? Maybe we'll have a guest on that. <laughs> and sometimes stag can come off as a little hot. I was gonna say it's probably gonna be a little hot compared to like the really like subtle flavors of that. Sure. One. So I think it's gonna depend on the day. Yeah. It does. I mean, for the tasting, for me, it just depends on the day. What I've had to eat or drink already i mean how many tastings i've had um because my palate wears down really quickly and that's another upset yep. that's a 10 seed over a seven seed so that's two in a row not getting chopped like we did last week so now we know what the d matchup is mm-hmm. it was the four roses versus the bakers which Woo. i correctly identified and dylan mm-hmm. and i i think we both got all the matchups right mm-hmm. um and we're both just kind of flip-flopped. Flip-flopped yeah. on a couple of mm-hmm. those. Um, so we're both uh, four for six yep. at this point in identifying the bourbons. Um, who wants to start on number D? I'll start. So this was the um, first matchup that I tasted today. 
Um, and I'll start with blue here. So this was a tough um, matchup for me. On the nose, the blue was the very first one that I tried, and I truly had no notes for this. I mean, really had none. I do not even know what I smelled. Bourbon. <laughs> it smells like bourbon, fully. Keeping it one honey with you guys. The mouth, though, miner- like was a, there was a minerality to this one mm. for me with a sweet finish, um, and I really did like this one. Uh, for the red one on this, the nose, it was a very astringent smell. Mm. I got... I want to say oil. I know that sounds weird. I don't know how to describe. Like, I, I can't. Like a vegetable oil or like car oil? Like a car oil, but like I, hmm. I need to. On the red? On the red. On the like red. I don't know. That sounds bad. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't as strong as that, but it there's something. It's something in a car shop that I smell. Hmm. I don't know what it was. And then honey, of course, because you know what else. Um, but <laughs> nothing goes together like a car shop and honey, right? And nail polish <laughs> remover. And then the taste for me was kind of a honey, a spice. At the end of the day, this was a tough matchup, but red got my vote. Red, even with car shop. It it wasn't a bad it wasn't a bad smell. Okay. I don't know how. Maybe I can maybe I can uh, put this into words at a later date, yeah. but. It, I don't know. Okay. Anyway. This was the second matchup I tasted, and I thought that somehow, like, some shit had gotten in my glass <laughs> when I when I smelled red. And I agree. Like, you, you got car shop. I got just a very sharp nose. Um, I wrote soap, question mark. <laughs> I had to go back and, and smell the... Oh, uh, that was the one, yeah. Smell, smell the, the towel. The towel the to make sure there wasn't, like, some residual bleach on there. Well, that was the one like where that. I said I kept smelling my glass. Yeah. And I did switch glasses, but I don't know if I was actually smelling the glass. You're because what does that smell like? Yeah. Really? I don't know. And then I got... I wrote grass. <laughs> and then I wrote gross. <laughs> oh, snap. So for all you listeners out there that say that Andy always just fawns over these bourbons, mm. not this one. I did not like this. The palate was better than the nose. I got that same honey, but it was thin, a little sweet, a little astringent. I went with blue almost by default. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got oak on the nose, but like you did, you know, like I did not get a lot from this at all. Like I just, I got some age on there, a little, I wrote nondescript, a little cream. I guess that was the four roses. Because I remember the first time I tried that, also in a blind tasting, it didn't speak to me. Uh, I voted for blue, but almost begrudgingly. These are my seventh and eighth favorite bourbons of the day. Yeah, oh, these wow. were not my favorite either. Um, I picked blue, so blue's gonna gonna advance. Yeah, guys. Um, and funnily enough, on the red, I literally wrote iodine down because I mean I think Astringent. we all had some sort of weird smell. Yeah, yeah I think that, that was the Baker's. I guess I don't know if it was the Baker's or not. I actually picked that the blue was the Baker's. Okay, so I'm not sure because I got a fruity taste, which I actually have, have like experience with Baker's that I've had before, and then I had a lingering soft finish. Got it. Um, so I don't know. I'm really not sure, so I, I want to dive right into this. Yeah, so. I think the Fat Boys is going to walk in the second round. Oh, yeah, I definitely and think so. so. Last week, I, I kind of thought that maybe I didn't give um, the Michters a fair choice because it wasn't open. I made sure after that I went through and opened everything, everything including the Bakers, let it breathe a little yeah. bit, even though there were a couple other ones that I had just opened, like the birthday bourbon that tasted very good to me. But yeah. let's find out what it is. The blue advances, and the blue is Blue number... advances, and that's number two. Oh. So that's Baker's. Wow. Yeah. 
So the the Bakers, the fourteen seed, the fourteen seed knocks off. Yeah, hey, I didn't. I didn't the choose four the fourteen seed. I just want to say for the record. <laughs> and I gotta say, I, <laughs> I need to vi- revisit that again. I mean, I the last time I did this, it was in a, not a similar setting because we weren't recording a podcast about a blind tasting bracket. But I tasted the Four Roses blind and did not enjoy it. Yeah. And here we are again. I've had it once in between mm-hmm. and knew what it was and liked it. So maybe that's my mind playing tricks on me. It just, it was the nose. It threw, I think it threw everybody off. It was, it was weird. Yeah. I, because we all looked and were just like, our glasses smell weird. Like yeah. we were like, "Hey, did you add too much detergent right. to the dishwasher?" Like, and that was all that was had. on the red D. When, yeah, when we all had that same idea, everybody had the same thought. Maybe um, there was something I in the vial. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe I, that's what it was. I didn't smell that as much as I did just the other weird stuff, mm-hmm. but I still chose it. That was still my choice. Yeah. But alas. But the, but the baker's like the bit. That's the Cinderella right that is there. The Cinderella. We so got, man. This side of the bracket is going to be interesting because we have the George T. Stag, which mm-hmm. is you know a perennial favorite, yeah. the highly sought after from the Buffalo Trace Antique Collection, going up, up against kind of a novelty in the mm-hmm. finished bourbon from Old Forester, the 1910, the single barrel pick from um, New Riff, the Fat Boys, and then the and Baker's, then the Baker's. Seven Year. Um, I think the Fat Boys is gonna roll. Oh yeah, I think the Fat in the Boys. Second was, round. Yeah, I mean that we Fat Boys is like beyond fantastic. But I mean, I, I chose the OKI, but I didn't. Dislike it wasn't a yeah, yeah, it wasn't a landslide. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is gonna be an interesting uh, matchup of eight because we have on the other side mostly chalk, this side mm-hmm. mostly upsets. Let's see what happens. Yeah, guys. this is crazy. So yeah. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give the shout out to the Brown family for the, the love of bakers. So yeah. they kind of brought this to the, the forefront. So uh, they'll be happy to know um, that it's going to move on. And uh, we'll see if it can make some waves. That's actually, that's crazy surprising to me. Yeah, it really is. And that's on you guys. Like, I really like bakers. I'm, like, not, I'm not mad. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I mean, this, yeah. Leading up to this and how we're going to whittle down to get to the final pour and uh, the the champion, like this is going to be fun. It is. This is cool. I'm truly stunned yeah. that that Four Roses, which is an allocated product that retails for around $150 or more, it goes on the secondary market for $300 or more, lost to, I'm not like Baker's a cheap bourbon. Mm-hmm. It's not like a bottom shelf. It is. No. I think this was a $60 bottle. Yeah, I mean, like Baker's that. is legit. It's just that most people don't think about it in that in that small batch collection. I mean, when you have something like Booker's and Knob Creek that go up against it, and then um, a Basil Hayden, which everybody uses as kind of like your introductory right. bourbon, like it gets lost in that shuffle. Sure. But, I mean, yeah, this is, this is cool. Yeah. Very cool. So, to recap, we've got... Next time we, we join you, maybe we'll have a guest. Maybe I have one lined up. We'll have the Barrel 15 versus the Maker's Private Select from Red Castle that Danielle and I had a very close hand in crafting. Yep. The Old Carter 12-Year, which is one of my favorite whiskeys of uh, 2018 for sure, versus the Old Forester Birthday Bourbon. And that is going to be a slobber knocker, yeah. as Jim Ross would say. <laughs> what? what in the world? On the other side, we'll have the George T. Stag versus the Old Forester 1910. 
and the New Riff Single Barrel Fat Boys versus the Baker Seven Year. The 11 versus the 14. One of those two is going to the Final Four. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I can't wait. I can't wait until next week. It's going to be awesome. When we, yeah. gonna, we got to do this. We got to. So right now we're ahead of the NCAA tournament. They're mm-hmm. down to 16. We're down to eight. But they're going to knock. There's down to four over the course of four days here mm-hmm. on the weekend. And we probably won't be spinning until maybe Monday yeah. of next week. Give or take. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Danielle, do you have anything we should plug? Yes, I do. Which you've already kind of mentioned this, but coming up on April 4th, uh, and we will be doing this event again in May and June, we are teaching a Level Up class. For those who don't know, Level Up is a company here in town who provides how-to classes from things that range from how to crochet to how to make a flower arrangement to bourbon and boards, which is what we're teaching. Uh, We are going to do a two-hour class that includes how to create your own bourbon flight, um, and how to make your own cheese and charcuterie board taught by uh, moi. So I'm very much looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Tell your friends, April 4th, Bourbon and Boards. We're teaching it at Taste Fine Wines and Bourbons, which is one of our um, great partners in the Nulu neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be a great night. You can sign up at levelup.com, and you can find more information there or uh, on our social media, at Sour Mash Tours on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, you can also hit us up on SourMashTours.com to book uh, a tour. Uh, inquire if you have a private party, you've got an, you want to do an in-home tasting, you've got some crazy idea, fill out the contact form and I'll get back with you ASAP. We'll literally do anything. Ooh, anything. Literally. Within um, reason. Within reason. Without so. reason. For me. <laughs> yeah, Andy, Andy's down for what? <laughs> Andy is down to if you clown. Pay, if you pay me enough, I will do anything. <laughs> So keep that in mind, folks. Um, just about anything, anything from Andy, Dylan, and I, within reason. Within reason. Um, so yeah, look out for the Level Up class on April 4th. We have a lot of other really fun stuff coming up, but that's what we have next on the docket. All right. All right. Let's wrap them up. Wrap it up. Cheers. Until next time, we will be back with the Elite Eight, the Wheat Eight, as Dylan would probably Wheat want us, Eight. Want us that's to say. good. That's just been born. But there, you you made that no, up you made last that up. year. Did I do that last you year? You absolutely yeah. did. I drank too much. I'm sorry, guys. But there's only one weeded bourbon, so I don't like calling it that. Yeah, I think it's confusing. We'll come uh, up with something. I still right. like it. Whatever. Cheers. 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 <laughs>